Okay, so this is parasha, which is parasha Shalach. The pasuk tells us that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, um, uh, agreed with Moshe's decision to send Miraglim. Now we all know what happened—that these Miraglim went to Eretz Yisrael and came back with a terrible report, and uh, that generation was not allowed entry into Eretz Yisrael. The Medrash, Yehamar Makom number one, the Medrash says, the Pasuk describes them when they were sent as Rashi B'nai Yisrael Hema, they were the leaders of the Jewish people, the Medrash says, B'nai Adam G'daylam Hayu. These were very, very of people. So because these were very of people, the question is, what, what exactly does it, does it mean that they, you know, what was the cause of the sin? It can't just be that they were afraid, it has to be something deeper. These were incredibly spiritual people, these were tzaddikim. How could it be that tzaddikim in such a short period of time completely lose track of, of what's important. And it has to be, the Swarm explained that there was actually something a lot deeper going on. Their rejection of Eretz Yisrael was not just based on fear uh, physically, but there was a spiritual element as well. So this year is a very, very deep share. It's something that I used to speak about a lot. I haven't spoken about this in a while. My brother dedicated a lot of his shiur, especially many years ago. He wrote a lot about this. And that's to properly understand this, you have to understand the concepts of Rachel and Leia. Now, <clears throat> let, let's start. I'll, I'll do the best that I can. These are very, very lofty in Yonim. There's a kuntris that Ravitch Meyer put out. They actually translate into English. It's called Biyamdar Kecha Rachel Valeya. In his introduction over here, Marmachim number two, he writes as follows There are many differences amongst people, people are not the same. In their nature, in their spiritual makeup, their physical makeup. And generally, what makes Jews different is their neshamas are different. And if you have different types of neshamas, I'll give you an example, right? Beis Hillel was more noita towards chesed, Beis was more noita towards din. So you have Jews that are more connected to Avram Avinu. The, the Midah of Chesed, which is the Avram Avinu was the Merkava, was the chariot to reveal Hashem's Chesed in the world. So if you're more connected to Chesed, you'll be a certain type. Merkava, you say, they say, Omnam, While there are specific differences amongst people, there's one larger distinction. There are two primary categories of souls. There are two primary soul categories, two different types of souls. Those two souls that Arizal described and from the Zayar, you could have a Rachel type of soul and a Leia type of soul. Now obviously we don't mean the people. There were physical people, Rachel Imenu and Leia Imenu. What this means is there are two different types of Nishamas there are two different, and those two different types of neshamas, the physical embodiment of those different types, of those two different mahalchim, were the physical people that were the merkava, the chariots. He explains, Just like Avram Avinu, through his actions, he became the chariot to reveal Hashem's chesed in the world. So too it is, Yitzchak Avinu Midas and Yitzchak for Din, and Yaakov for Tiferes. So too it is that Rachel and Leah, those by their actions 
and by their righteousness, Rochel and Leah were the two physical Merkavas, the two physical Tzadkonias um, that revealed different types of the two different Mahalchem that Hashem has in the world. I'll explain. That by their great actions and by their tzitkis, they were zaycha to reveal Hashem's presence in the world. That Rachel, the same way Avram Avinu, his actions came through the prism of Chesed, and Yitzchak's actions came through the prism of of Hashem's Gvura, and he was the, he revealed Hashem's Ches in the world and Hashem's Gvura in the world. So too it is, Rachel and Leah are the physical expressions that they express different aspects of Hashem, of Hashem Shechina. There's the element of Hashem Shechina, which is Rachel Dik, and there's Leah Dik. So Rachel and Leah, those physical people, were very much noita. The same way Avram Avinu was noita towards Chesed, Rachel was noita towards Rachel. And Leah was noita towards Leah. And we'll explain what this means. What does it mean, Rachel, and what does it mean, Leah? Now, he explains, before we get to what is Rachel and what is Leah, Rebbe Shemaya says in Maramakam number 3, Kol nefesh al-Yehudim every Jewish person, he chelik me'ashchina, has a piece of Hashem within him, and our job is to reveal godliness in the world, Therefore, every Jew, his neshama is either coming from the world of Rachel or from the world of Leah. Which are two different ways to reveal Hashem's presence in the world. And it culminates when the Jewish people have a perfect balance of both. That's the perfect intention of Hashem, which is to reveal both Rachel and Leah in this world. Omnam, however, the approach of Rachel and the approach of Leah, the approach of those Nishamas that are coming from Rachel and are coming from Leah are very different. And each one is is expressing Hashem differently. Those souls that come from the world of Rachel are very different than the world, the ones that come from the world of Leah. And it creates many, many differences. Now this difference between Rachel and Leah, it's not a coincidence that Yosef, that Rachel's son, and Leah's sons did not get along. What that was coming from was this difference not expressing itself, that they saw two different approaches of the idealistic way of serving Hashem, and that was coming from the different expressions of the Neshamas. He says, And as we're going to see, this difference between Rachel and Leah was the difference between every leader, the different, the different leaders, it was really coming from this, and it'll eventually culminate with the two redemption, the redemptions of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. The Mashiach coming from the Shevet of Yosef, which is the Mashiach of Rachel, the Mashiach ben David, and the Mashiach of David Amelech of 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 of, of, of Leah. 
And when Mashiach comes with Rachel, Mashiach bin David, Mashiach bin, bin, Mashiach bin Yosef, there'll be a, a culmination of those two worlds coming together. And everything will be perfect. So you have these two different types of neshamas and two different ways to express ourselves and two different ways to reveal Hashem's presence in the world. Now, I just want to make a point clear, and I wrote this in my Markham number four. Before we get into what is Rachel and what is Leah, and how all of this is connected to the Miraglim, you have to realize, Rabbi Shemaya points this out, that these are extremes. But the truth is, most people have components of Rachel and components of Leah within you. This is just extremes. There are people that are more noita towards Rachel and more noita towards Leah. But it's very rare for someone to just be Leah or for someone to just be Rachel. That's not healthy. Most people have a combination. It could be 60-40, 70-30. But most of our neshamas are comprised of, of Rachel and Leah, are noita towards Rachel and towards Leah. And it's just trying to figure out you know, what the predominant urge is. So the question is, what is Rachel and what is Leah? Now, before I begin, the truth is, a lot of what I'm going to say is very much uh, affected and inspired by Rav Tzaddik. This is the approach of Rav Tzaddik Akayin. I believe the Balatanya has the exact opposite, not the exact opposite, but the opposite approach of understanding Rachel and Leah. I'm going to go with Rav Tzaddik's approach. Where does all of this come from? This concept of Rachel and Leah comes from the Zoyer. In Maramakam number 5, the Zayar writes as follows. The Zayar in Parshas Vayetze. He says, V'chol advei avdei deleya, all service of leya b'skase inun, comes from the hidden world. Leya is called alma d'skasya, is coming from a hidden world. Begin da alma ila hi b'skasai. And the world of leya is hidden. V'lav b'skalyan is not revealed. And therefore, if for the reason that Leah is hidden, her whole life is a little more hidden, and therefore her death is not really mentioned as much, as opposed to Rachel's death, which is much more as a whole parish in the Torah. There's a whole parish of how she died on the side of the road. Leah's death is much more hidden, because Leah comes from a more hidden world. And we'll explain what this means in a practical way. So you have the neshama of Leah comes from that world called the hidden world, part of Hashem that's called hidden. And therefore Leah is also hidden, she's buried in Maris HaMachpeilo, which is a cave within a cave. But Rachel Imenu comes from Alma de Zgalia, the revealed world. And therefore Rachel Imenu's kever is open on the side of the road. Da bistera, da biskalia, this one hidden, this one revealed. Kloimar says the Zayar is teaching us that Leah imenu he kineged almediskasia, that the souls of Leah come from that part, that place, that spiritual place called the hidden world. And Rachlimenu comes from the revealed world. Now, what does this mean practically? How does that manifest itself in a practical way? So the next paragraph, I've added some brackets myself and some words myself, but this is, my brother wrote this in a sefer that uh, is not yet published called Teres Um But it, it's it's where he summarizes these concepts, again, in, in the world of Rav Tzadik. 
Sha'almadiz Galya, this hidden world of Leia, I'm sorry, this revealed world of Rachel, Avaidis Rachel, Avaidis Rachel, Rachel Imenu, the souls that are connected to Rachel Imenu, Yavaidis Hatzadik. Rachel Imenu, from her world, comes Sadikim. It comes those Jews that are very meticulous, that are very careful, very intellectual. And their whole essence is to destroy the Yitzhar. You see, those souls that come from Rachel Imenu, they're very afraid of sinning. They're very, very meticulous. They're tzaddikim. The, the truth is, you know, we speak about this many times, there's different relationships that we have with Hashem. I've mentioned this many times, from going from Ishbitz, which was the Rebbe of Tzaddik, that there are neshamas, that there's a relationship you have with Hashem, which could be broken. Just like a husband and wife, it's a relationship that you have to build, and it's beautiful, but it could be destroyed. That's the relationship of Rachel Imenu. Rachel Imenu's relationship is beautiful, but it has to be built. And God forbid, it, it could be dismantled. Just like a tzaddik can be taken apart. And if you love a tzaddik because of his actions, that relationship is contingent. So too it is the world of Rachel. It's, it's beautiful. It's revealed. It's openly beautiful. Rachel, the Pasuk describes as Yefas Toyer, Yefas Mara. Rachel Imenu is described as Yefas Toyer, Yefas Mara, that she's openly beautiful. Just like a tzaddik is openly beautiful. His actions are clear. It's not a coincidence that Rachel Imenu had two sons, Yosef HaTzadik and Binyamin, who the Gemara says never sinned. And tzaddikim come from that world of Rachel. And the truth is, all of us want to start our lives like Rachel Imenu. Every day you wake up, you want to be like Rachel Imenu. You want to be a tzaddik. Amnam. Inyan Leia Imenu, the Alma Discassi. But the Inyan of Leia and the hidden world. The world of Leia is coming from such a high place. It's from a place so deep down in Hashem, within Hashem that those part of our Nishamas that's connected to Leia, it's coming from a place where Hashem's love is unbreakable. It's not coming from the world of a tzaddik. It's not coming from a place that can be built and destroyed. It's coming from a place of such intense connection, such intense love, that it's actually sort of not irrelevant whether you're a tzaddik or not, but it's not, it's not contingent on that. Just like if you describe the relationship of Rachel as a husband and wife, the relationship of Leah is a father and a child or a brother and a sister, it's inherent, it's inherent Kedusha, it's inherent love. He says, right? If Rachel is described as beautiful, because she's openly beautiful, she's the avoid of a tzadikis, of a tzadik, Leia, the Pasuk describes as Eine Leia that her eyes were dull, that outwardly there wasn't beauty, but when you investigate the person, she's beautiful on the inside. That's a different type of avoida than a tzaddik. That's the hidden world. That outwardly it doesn't look so perfect, but when you look inside, it's 
it's it's maybe even more magnificent than Rachel. He says, Avoid this lay menu, avoid this avalchuva. If the avoida of Rachel is the avoida of the tzaddik, and all tzaddikim are connected to that world of Rachel, then the world of Leia is connected to Balichuva, to passion, to emotion, to Balichuva. The whole Indian of a Balchuva is that that person sinned and they fell and they went to that place that outwardly was a very, very terrible, terrible place, a dull place. But after they've done Shuva, they're now that after they went through the process of tshuva, all of a sudden they're closer to Hashem, mysteriously. They've they've sort of entered that hidden world that outwardly it was not so great. Outwardly they had a crazy journey. But when you look into it, when you look into it, after the tshuva is done, you see that that deep, deep down, deep down, they're, they're, they're holier. They're holier somehow than tzaddikim. Even though outwardly they're not a tzaddik, outwardly they have tattoos, outwardly they're not. But deep down when you look into it, they're, they're holier. So he says, Legalis So if all tzaddikim come from the world of Rachel, then Balichuva come from the world of Leia. Rachel is more Taira, Leia is more Tefillah. If you think of who is Rachel's son, so we said it was Binyamin and Yosef, who are tzaddikim, who are Leia's sons? It's Yehuda. Yehuda is tshuva. The Gemara says one of the sources for tshuva is Yehuda was, was, it was he, 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 he admitted to the chaos that was him and Tamar. So now you're seeing the differences between Yosef and Yehuda. It's the difference between a tzaddik and a baltshuva. That's why they didn't sort of, didn't get, didn't see eye to eye. And that difference between these two of what's the ideal. And by the way, not to say that Leia would prefer a sin, but Leia is able to show you that even after you see, you see the world of Rachel, after you make that mistake, it's devastating. Because what do you have when a tzaddik is stripped away? Leia's world is not as much afraid of that because they're able to reveal the beauty of a Balchuva. And this dichotomy continues between the brothers and it eventually gets down to David and Shaul. They also didn't see eye to eye. Shaul was from Binyamin, from the world of Rachel. And David HaMelech is obviously from the world of David, from the world of Yehuda, from the world of Leah. And the Gemara says, what do we know about Shaul? Shaul was too perfect. His Malchus didn't continue because he was too perfect. He was too much of a tzaddik. He wasn't relatable. David HaMelech, the Gemara says, his Malchus continued because he had a kupa shel shratzim. He had a box of... He had skeletons in the closet. That's Dabin Amelech, that's the world of Leia. And this manifests itself in many different ways. But one way that it manifests itself is what is the ideal for the average person? Again, every person has components of it, but if you ask Rachel, the ideal for Rachel is, is to is to Davin, is to learn Kailo. The ideal world of Rachel is revealed righteousness. To sit and to daven and to learn. Leia Imenu, though, would probably tell you, that world of Leia, those souls that are coming from Leia, would tell you 
that the ideal, while it's nice to have components of Rachel, and to daven three times a day, and to learn, but the main avoida of the average Jew is to go to work. You see, working is Alma Discasia. It's outwardly, it's dull. Outwardly, he's sitting on the subway like everyone else. He's an accountant. There are Goyish accountants, there are Jewish accountants, there are Goyish doctors, there are Jewish doctors. And outwardly, it's not beautiful. It doesn't look any different. But the world of Leia tells us that deep down, if that person is Mekayim Mitzvahs, he works and he does it for the right intention, he does it for the right reason, then it's beautiful. And it's maybe even more beautiful than Rachel. The truth is the world of lay is dangerous because you're going out there and you can get lost. But if a Jew is able to serve Hashem, then in a way he's accomplishing maybe even more. Because if the avoida of life is to reveal Hashem's presence in the world, then is it a real chiddush to reveal Hashem's presence in the world of Rachel, which is the base Medrash? In a way, there's a certain greatness, a certain godless to serving Hashem, even on Wall Street, the world of Leah. The truth is, that's what would the... We started with a question, is that what exactly would the, the Meragam, they were chash of the people. So the Rebbe talks about this, he has a sikh about this, the vikuach, the disagreement between the Meraglim and Moshe Rabbeinu, was, you have to realize, the Jewish people as a whole, in the Midbar, were living in the world of Rachel. They were learning all day, they were davening, they had mun, they had no jobs, they had no working, it wasn't, it wasn't physical, it wasn't down here, it was revealed beauty. And what was happening when they were about to enter Eretz Yisrael was a transition that they were leaving the world of Rachel predominantly and entering predominantly the world of Leah. With obviously components of Rachel throughout the day, right? You still had davening and you still had learning, but the predominant day, you had to work the fields. Life. Carbonus, you know, animals, you know, farmers. It, it was life. And the Avoida was to leave the world of Rachel and enter the world of Leah to reveal Hashem's greatness within Teva itself. Not to live above Teva, but to go into that place, to go into that hidden world and reveal Hashem's presence there as well. And the Meraglim were terrified of this. Because if someone that's coming from the world of Rachel, if you don't appreciate the world of Leia, you think that you're going to, it's like a yeshiva bacher leaving the yeshiva. If you're not able to handle, if you don't understand that you're able to serve Hashem outside yeshiva as well, it's devastating. That's what was happening here. And the Meraglim were wrong. Because the Ratzon Hashem, predominantly for the most Jews, for the average Jew, is to live within the world of Leah. Yes, there are some that live in the world of Rachel exclusively. Those are tzaddikim, and there are koyal members, understood. But predominantly as a whole, the Avoida is to serve Hashem in the world of Leah, predominantly. And that was what Hashem wanted within entering Eretz Yisrael. And that was the problem. And it's, it's a mistake that we have to sort of rectify, that when we go throughout our days to realize that we're not leaving Hashem. We're just transitioning. So when you're in Shul, you're in that world of Rachel, connected to the world of the Tzaddik, and then you're entering the world of Leia. And that Arizal pointed out, that Arizal said, that Arizal found an amazing reference to this in the Pesuk, and the Pesuk says, in the beginning of this parasha, that Moshe Rabbeinu said, it's to spy out the entire land. It's the first letter, spell out Leia. 
that Moshe Rabbeinu was telling the Shvat, the, the Meraglim, we're entering a new stage, we're entering the world of Leah. But what does it say? The Meraglim did not spy out the entire land, they went ad Rechov Levo Hamas, which the first letters spell out Rachel, that they did not enter the world of Leah. They wanted to hold on to that world of Rachel, and that was a mistake. And it's mechazagas, because most people that you'll interact with, again, there's components of your day of the world of Rachel, and it'd be nice to live in the world of Rachel, but predominantly we live in the world of Leah, and to realize that that's not disconnecting yourself from Hashem, it's not thinking, God forbid, that every time someone's working, it's it's you know outside of the realm of HaKadosh Baruch it's not true, it's a different type of Avoid. The Avoid is to reveal Hashem through raising money in a proper way, making a Kiddush Hashem, being honest in your business, and to doing all this, then it's not disconnecting, it's serving Hashem in a different way. It's entering the world of Leia. Shal Bizaycha to put these worlds together, the world of Rachel, the world of Leia, with Mashiach Mdav, Mashiach Yosef, Behavi Meir Amen.